Welcome to Voices of Experience, the official podcast of the National Speakers Association. I'm your host, technology strategist and futurist, Crystal Washington. Today is part two to quick course creation. If you're ready to get started on your course immediately, have your iPad or yellow pad ready to take notes. You're going to get some juicy tactics and tools from Molly Wendell CSP. Let's listen in where we left off last week. You mentioned doing video, okay? Big question of the day. Do you do it professional? Do you hire a team? Or do you do it yourself? We all have these smancy, fancy Logitech HD cameras or whatever that most of us have right now. And so do we just do it ourselves at our desk? Or what do you suggest? So here's what I suggest. I mean, if you can get it professionally done, go for it. I, my very first course, I had it professionally videoed Mm -hmm. and I am so glad I did. I learned a ton. Mm -hmm. I would always want to do that if I could. Okay. Um, However, on my second course, I decided to go completely opposite Mm -hmm. and do it myself to see if I could. So a lot of my, a lot of my life is testing, right? Okay. The first course I spent a little more than 20000 on. I'll, I'll just tell you that if people want to know. That's how much it cost me okay. to have a professional videographer, professionally edited, mm-hmm. and, and it's a signature course. So it's a five-module course. Mm-hmm. I also had a, a stylist on set to style all the backgrounds, and I, did, I had hair and makeup done and, and, and wardrobe. So I was about a little more than 20000 all in for that. Okay. My second course, all I did was have someone do my hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. I did all my own sets. I did all my own lighting. I did all my own filming. My, my biggest problem was that I was filming on a camera, not an actual uh, Canon camera, not a video camera. Right. And it, and it only held 12 minutes of video. And I didn't know when the 12 minutes was up. Oh, so my gosh. I, yeah. <laughs> so, and the red light was behind the camera, not where I could see. And it was hard to focus. You need like a mannequin or a stuffed animal to focus the camera. And then you go sit there. But I spent about $1,000 on my second course. My third course, I also I got a great video camera. I had a, a stylist come in do hair, makeup, and set design and wardrobe. Mm-hmm. And so I found that that was an awesome way to go. I would, if you're not going to go professional with a professional videographer, okay, I would go with the professional stylist to do hair, makeup, wardrobe, set design, mm-hmm. and then you can do the filming. So, that, so how that's, much do you think you spent on the, if you just, if you don't mind? Oh, a little over 5000 on the third one. Okay. So 20 yeah. on the first one where they just did everything. Right. 1000 on the one where you pretty much did everything. And then yep. 5000 on the one that was a nice, it sounds like a nice balance for you where, yep. okay. okay. It was, and I, but I did all my own editing and uh, that takes time. So right. my time. And so that, that took, but, but. But I will tell you, that was the one that was 93 days, start to finish, like literally start to sit down to say, what am I going to talk about? Okay. Like everything was within that 93 days. That is powerful. Now you mentioned having- I'm getting good at it. (laughs) I'm sure you are at this point. You mentioned having a stylist to do the the set for you. Correct. For those of us who have never worked with someone who styles a set- do they just take what's already in your house or studio or do they bring stuff? How does that work? Yes. And yes. So 
<laughs> they will go if, if your house is going to be your studio um, that's fine but they'll go around and look for different areas of your house and then they'll completely move all your furniture they'll figure out what kind of stuff props knickknacks plants things that you have mm-hmm. and, and things that you don't which they need to purchase and then they'll go buy all the stuff and build the set for you I didn't know this was a thing. Molly, you've changed my life. Oh, Crystal, it's amazing. And I will tell you something so funny. My husband was watching my third course and he looks at this video and he goes, where is that? And and it was our breakfast area, but <laughs> we had taken all the furniture from else. We took the, the table out. We put all this furniture in. We mm-hmm. had props there. I was sitting at the counter and, uh, and it was funny because he had no idea that it was even our house. So he didn't uh, recognize your own house. Correct. Correct. Because, I mean, the set designer was amazing. Absolutely amazing. So I, I would highly recommend a professional set designer. That's, okay. But then you also need professional hair and makeup. And um, and if they happen to be in the same person, great. Mm-hmm. You know, set design can be done online. It does not have to be in person these days. So if you have a space, actually one of the people that I'm coaching through their online course, mm-hmm. I had my set designer work with him because he's going to be videoing in his own home because he doesn't want anyone in due to due the pandemic. And so she's on video calls designing his whole set. Uh, finding products that he can order. Once they come in, they unbox them <laughs> like a YouTube video mm-hmm. and and then place it all. She looks at it, makes modifications so that he can end up with a great set without having someone come into his house. I love it. I love it. Now, is there, is there a resource you would suggest for finding that type of stylist? Calling your, uh, I know someone who does online, so people want that. Come to me on that one. And, uh, and they can travel too. But the other resource you might think about is if you work with a commercial photographer mm-hmm. or any photographer locally will probably know a stylist. It's just called a stylist. Mm-hmm. And so usually they're hand in hand in commercial photography. Now, I would agree with that uh, because I'm, I'm married to um, an international oh. photographer. So <laughs> there you go. There you go. So that's great. Yeah. So if someone already knows a photographer, even videographer, they, they all travel in the same circles. And then I I think another two suggestions, I I hope it's okay for me to throw in here now that you have me thinking is I bet we could go on thumbtack because you can find makeup arts and all kinds of things there. And obviously our NSA members only, especially, but we have another group as well. Our Facebook group, sometimes we can ask questions of, you know, people and find someone that lives in our area. That's already hired someone to do similar work. So. Yeah, I would say stylists are more uh, uncommon in our world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're, they're very common in uh, advertising, commercial photography, commercial videography. But mm-hmm. even my even my videographer that I hired professionally, mm-hmm. I hired my stylist independent of the videographer. And he told me, he said, you know, it's very rare that people bring their own stylist. And I have to tell you, that your product's going to be so much better because while I'm focused on the visual and the the scene and the lighting, right? Your stylist is 100% focused on you to make sure there's no hair out of place, to make sure your clothes aren't wrinkled, to make sure your the set is exactly how it should be. To I mean, it's he said he couldn't believe how much smoother the the videography went and how much better of a product he believed. I had because I brought my own stylist. That is powerful. 
So now yes. that we're, we're all educated about the value <laughs> of hiring stylists for our, and you know what's it's so funny? I'm always thinking about ways that we can use information in other ways. There are people right now, Molly, that are doing virtual events and are probably listening, thinking, maybe I should get a stylist for my space for my bigger events that I'm hired for. Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're helping us on all levels. A lot of hair and makeup, you can just Google hair and makeup or Glam Mm -hmm. Squad or whatever Mm -hmm. uh, for hair and makeup. But a lot of hair and makeup people will know stylists because they're, they're not often the same people. Right. Sometimes they are, but but usually a stylist will also add hair and makeup if they decide to. Okay. Otherwise, a hair and makeup person will never, not never, rarely become a stylist because a stylist is a, it's a college degree. It's a, a degree in college. So if they have the degree that in there, then they're probably pretty good at it. It sounds like a fun degree. You might have just given some of us alternate. Um, <laughs> well, I was like, what? And, and I, bet you, I bet you can take it online, too. <laughs> oh, but with a course. Oh, you brought it full circle, Molly. I see you, what you did there. You know what else, Crystal, though? You just got me thinking what? that if you don't have a stylist in your area, someone who does interior design, that would be yes. good. But but they're not going to have the lighting, which is going to be a little bit of the problem. So it would be a fine backup to the backup plan. You know, it's funny you said that because I've done a video before where it was an interior design studio that was used, but the Mm -hmm. videographer had their own lighting and stuff. So Mm -hmm. I didn't have a stylist, but I actually went into the space of an interior designer. And so, you know, it's so so funny about that when I was doing I was doing a photo shoot in San Diego mm-hmm. and I wanted it like cooler pictures you know more um really cool pictures mm-hmm. and so I found online I found a picture of a wall mm-hmm. and it was it was a, an interior design studio that had this wall mm-hmm. and I told my photographer I'm going to I said we're just going to go over to that interior design studio and ask them if we can take some pictures in front of their wall okay and we go in there, and I'm like, hey, do you, do you have this wall? Because it was really small. I was surprised how small the office was. Mm-hmm. She said, oh, no, that's a, that's a piece of stock photography. <laughs> stock photography. And I went, oh, shoot. And I looked around their office. I go, hey, we were going to do pictures. Do you mind if I just sit in that chair? So we, we ended up doing <laughs> an entire photo shoot in their office. <laughs> well, it, it makes it's beautiful. It was beautiful. No, it makes sense. And I love what you said about the glam squad because that makes sure that you're, you know, on par. I will say as someone, again, married to a photographer and who's done, you know, my own webinars, virtual stuff, but also television, I would say if you're going to hire a makeup artist, men, women, whomever, you know, because men, you, a lot of times you need makeup too for certain things just to, you know, make sure you can catch Most of the time, yes. Yes. Okay. I would just suggest they make sure that the person understands the type of lighting they're using in camera because- If someone makes you up for like when I've done like some of the national TV type stuff, if I wore that much makeup on a webinar, I would look crazy. I'd look like a clown. So I do think we should probably point out. And I have had makeup artists who were confused about the purpose, even though I told them. And and we had to start over because I was like, oh, OK, this is scary. One time I was on the news in Los Angeles and, or I was on a morning show. I'm not sure. It was the news of the morning show. One of the two. And they had me meet with the makeup artist and she did my makeup and it was, it was stunning. It was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I had another segment that afternoon and she said, well, if you want to come back for a touch up, I'm like, can I do that? Oh my gosh. And then I thought, well, these people go in every day and get their makeup done. How fun is that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
that's awesome. They look beautiful. No wonder. Yeah, they, so. they have unlimited access. Okay. But the, the, the one, the hair and makeup person, if you do have them come to your home, mm-hmm. what you'll do is they'll do your hair and makeup and then you will go to the light, to your filming section. You'll film a, a little segment mm-hmm. to confirm that it looks right. So they'll stay with you. They can stay there all day if you want them to, mm-hmm. or they can stay with you until they confirm that it will look good in front of lighting. So I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. Awesome. Thanks for the tip. That's wonderful. So we, we've, you've been so generous with your time and given us so many gems that not only help with courses, but I, I mean, Molly, you've given us stuff that's helping with our virtual right now. So last question, I'm a techie. I'm always going to ask about technology. If you had to share maybe three pieces of technology, two to three, or tools that you think will help our listeners craft their courses outside of, you know, some type of word processing, obviously software, <laughs> what would that technology be for their courses that has just saved your life when it came to creating courses? So I would say that the first thing is learn how to do a course. Don't try to create one because you think you know that maybe possibly you might have an idea of what might be involved in a course. So first of all, get a course on courses. Secondly, and (laughs) you're going to need a course platform. If you're going to build a course, you're going to need a course platform. I'm going to tell you, Crystal, Mm -hmm. my favorite is Kajabi. I will say Kajabi, Kajabi, Kajabi. Okay. And the reason is Kajabi's just not your course platform, but it's also your website, your email system, your lead magnet management, your sales pages, your your checkout, your payment processing, everything all in one. Okay. If you're serious about creating online courses and having the online component be a part of your business, mm-hmm. you need a serious platform. And there's a lot of single-use platforms of just course only where you have to integrate it into another platform like a WordPress. There's a lot of products out there mm-hmm. like that. But I will tell you that if you're really serious about getting in the game of mm-hmm. courses and online products and really shifting to scale, okay. I would say look at Kajabi. The interesting thing, and oh my gosh, I feel like WordPress is a, a four-letter word. It is a four-letter word oh, in my no. vocabulary. Uh, it's it's a couple of them. But, but the problem, there's a lot of, if I hear one more speaker tell me how much money they just spent on their website, mm-hmm. it, it, it makes me want to cry because you can have your website on Kajabi and you're paying no more than you're already paying for the course platform. You're probably paying less a year for Kajabi than by threefold than you would having someone go develop a WordPress site for you. But I will also tell you that you're going to think differently about what your website looks like. And so speaker sites are usually all about you mm-hmm. and courses are course sites are all about them. And so there's a real strategy around what should my website strategy be when it comes to online courses. Mm-hmm. And so the nice thing is with Kajabi. So I have three different websites. I have them all on Kajabi. I got off all my WordPress sites. I'm no longer at the mercy of the developer who lives on top of the mountain and takes vacation most of the year. Mm -hmm. Uh, I now now have my courses or my websites on Kajabi and I have 24 by seven by 365 support. And I think that's really, whenever you're looking at technology or tools, look at the support that they're gonna give you And make sure that support's going to work for you because we live in a day where it is 24-7 and we are 24-7. And so your your technology tools should have 24-7 support as well. 
and really good support. But I, I love Kajabi from a, a standpoint of if you're not ready to do your course yet, but you're about to start redoing your website, put it on Kajabi now so that you can do a lead magnet. You can have an opt-in. You can start collecting email addresses. And and then you can build your course when you're ready and, and launch it when you're ready, all in an in the same platform. So I, I'm just, uh, I'm just focused on one piece of technology. <laughs> and well, you gave us two. You did say we should take a course. Okay. On courses. Oh, that, that's true. That's true. And then okay. you gave us Kajabi and then I'm going to throw in an extra one. Oh, good. Please do. I, I think anybody, no matter what you're doing, if you don't know what you're doing, there's always people on Upwork that can help you as well. So like if you need someone to do editing or anything like that. Oh, oh yeah. Actually, for tools and resources, like once you're in the game, Mm -hmm. there are so many different people who can help you. I use Fiverr for some um, video intro and outros. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I and then I have people, virtual VAs that I've hired to help me with deliverables, graphic design, 48 hours logo for any logos. I'm big on course branding. Mm -hmm. So things like that. But those are different technologies. But you first got to decide what I'm going to build and what it's going to look like and and start working on actually the course. I would would say the the most important thing, and I said it earlier, is make a quality product. Don't be lazy. Do it right the first time. It's going to make it so much easier for you to sell. And remember that whatever your online product is, it turns out it's not about your online product. (laughs) It's about how your business changes as a result of you making the decision to create an online product, an online course. Molly was kind enough to provide a course ideas matrix handout to help you get started. Just log into your NSA member account, go to NSA on demand under your name, and then my learning. Thank you for tuning in to Voices of Experience, the podcast of the National Speakers Association. Catch us on your favorite podcast app, YouTube, and NSA's social media profiles. I'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.